corporate lunch, baby. Good morning. Good morning. Good Actually, morning, we can't Noah. start with good morning. Should we? Good you, day. You know how, like, whatever. <laughs> good Don't day. Riff. Don't riff. Let's just fucking do the podcast. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> this is uh, corporate lunch. We're on. You're on corporate lunch. You're tuned in to the corporate lunch, the uh, GQ Styles customer service fashion podcast. It's Noah. Rachel. Sam. We're here. Checked Episode in. 66. Episode 66. Just 600 episodes away from episode 666. Uh, this week is the uh, the Midsommar um, Q&A, FAQ. What do you call this? Call and response. Mailbag. AMA. AMA. Press conference. Press conference. This is our press conference. Um, damn, I had another good joke for the We're intro We're going to set the record straight. Uh-huh. We're going to open up for the first time. That's right. I'm going to answer all of your We've questions. All, we all just cracked fresh cans of White Claw uh, fuzzy peach flavor. <sighs> and uh, we're just going to dive in. So we did ask, because uh, we ran out of ideas, we asked <laughs> that you send us your questions. And you, you guys came through. With some beautiful questions. With beautiful questions. For Philosophy is still alive. Um, many of them. Of Inquisition. Many of them um, were beautiful. Plenty of them were dumb and were deleted, and the people who sent in dumb questions had them deleted. They were banned and canceled and blocked in that order. Mm-hmm. No, blocked, banned, then canceled. Uh, we, had, we got. I think um, we got something like 500 questions. All right. So if we don't get to yours, it was either bad or we just couldn't we just didn't have time. and we'll get well maybe we'll get to it later the next 10 episodes we can't handle everything, yeah. <laughs> are going to be dedicated to answering but all it these is questions. a customer service podcast yeah that's right um we are servicey all right anyway as rachel said don't riff let's get right into it who wants to we're just going to read questions and sam can start. well whatever this who is an open sam? format as okay. it always is okay what do you got here's a question from big dogs only mm-hmm. favorite restaurants in nyc noah uh gee whiz diner comes to mind Great. Rachel? Raul's in Soho. Amazing. I like Uncle Boone's. I love Uncle Boone's. Uncle Boone's is actually my answer, too. Thai food is my favorite food. So good. All right. Uncle Boone's, we're not even going to talk about the restaurant. I think we should. I think we got to keep it moving. I want, you we have like 5,000 questions. I was going to share my favorite dish at Uncle Boone's. Okay, go for it. The chicken banana blossom salad. Have you ever had that? No. It's the spiciest I'm a, thing. I'm a lamb salad guy there. That's really so good, too. Good. That's also really spicy. Buttermilk Channel has a good lamb salad. I like that. That's in Brooklyn somewhere? Mm-hmm. I Carol went there Gardens. once. Shout out. Places to view old designer collections. Vogue Runway doesn't have everything. So the question is, where do we view old designer collections? Yeah. To be honest, I look at Vogue Runway, and if I don't find it there, I would just Google image search the collection. You can find a lot of stuff on Pinterest. You uh, can find a lot of stuff on a... Getty. There's a lot of uh, old good. footage on YouTube Yeah, well. there's amazing old clips like sometimes there are like news clips like newsreels that uh tv shows have done which is amazing and then thames and hudson if you're like a real head with Mm -hmm. money to burn does like series of books where they'll put out every single image from every collection for a particular that's not a digital option though that's not a digital option um i would do you have some of those books i have a couple i would like to see those i don't have a pinterest account but i think maybe it's sort of essential because there's a lot of Fashion on there, a lot and a lot of, of like fashion. just products and stuff and yeah. things, images I want to look at, and I'm always getting that like blocked sign-in thing. No, uh, I'm I'm looking at questions. Best pants and fits for hotter days or climates, humid ass places from Kevin Flood Breisman. 
Best pants and fits for a hotter. I mean, first of all, natural fabrics. What are you laughing? <laughs> I was just thinking t-shirts and shorts. Like what? You're acting like you didn't realize we were gonna have to answer. <laughs> you guys, you guys had your, you guys had your questions queued up. No. I, well. Eh, you guys like really had though. time to look. Why are you look? Don't look at my shit. Best, best hum. When it's hot and humid, what do you wear? Go. Short skirt. I just wear like jeans and a t-shirt and I try to walk slower so I don't sweat as much. Yeah, I think the key is not to change the fit, it's to change your activity. It's to change the yeah. the do movement, yeah. the heart rate, keep it low. Never, I mean, you do have to dress for the weather to some extent, but you can't like fully sacrifice a fit just because it's humid. You gotta just- If it's really, really hot, yeah. then you should wear no elastic, nothing with like, like uh, go as like tent as possible. Oh, keep everything away like, from the yes, body. Yes, keep everything away yeah. from the body. Like nothing that's gonna like pull yeah. against you. Definitely. And yeah. Noah has a pair of um, has a couple pants that are like pretty wide and baggy, and they're yeah. I think thirty percent linen, so they're not like crunchy yeah. and wrinkly, but they breathe. It's like wearing shorts because they're not gonna yeah. touch you from the knee down. I wore it was hot today, and I wore in a uh, XL Gildan tee. So, like I normally wear large, but I think on a really hot day, if you go up to an go XL. Big. Like to your point, you just kind of tent out, and then you have a lot of ventilation. If I if I turn my arms out, like yes. open my arms Ooh. out yeah, to make there's... a T, I get full air cross ventilation. <laughs> All right, keep it rolling. This time I'll think about my next question in advance. All right, Faux Hawk Lad asks, visiting LA soon. What's your number one style related shop? Um, County Ltd is my number one. That place is awesome. Their slogan is chairs and T-shirts. Shout out Phil and everybody there. Um, they don't sell a ton of clothes, but what they have is really good. And then the other one is Departmento, which yeah. is which is a more high fashion. They just moved into a new sp- space. I've never actually been there, but I've communicated with them and I've uh, bought things online. And they sell like Casey Casey and Camille Fortunes and um, as well as some bigger designer stuff, Lanvin and what do you guys, what do you like in LA, Rachel? Um, Fred Siegel. <laughs> the Rose original shop is there, which oh, is really good, right. and they they get a lot of stuff first. They get a lot of exclusives. Once I was reading in a recent profile of the Olsons that um, the reporter like went to the Rose store in Los Angeles, and they were sold out of the Mink first slides because <laughs> a woman had gone in and bought every single pair for des- guests at an upcoming dinner party. Tight. Nice. What's the Rose number one item? Slot mule slides. What did you say? Uh, those are like for their mink fur slippers, oh. but I think it's handbags. Oh, I guess that's for like every women's yeah. wear brand. It's handbags. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, it wouldn't be corporate lunch if someone didn't say RTH. Yeah. I love RTH too. Go buy some leather kilties on your trip. Rachel? Has the tie-dye bubble popped? What is the next <laughs> pattern of choice by GQ staff overlords? How many people? Tanner underscore. How many people asked if tie dye was over? A bunch. A lot. People, I think, seem to have, myself included, tremendous anxiety about like, is this trend over over or not? My my response to that is, you know, tie dye is not. You know, it's like camouflage or plaid or something. These are just like, especially in menswear, it's like we. These are just always going to be here. I think. I guess there's a peak moment. I think leopard print is a good precedent for what's going to happen with tie dye because, like, three or four years ago, you were seeing it everywhere, and people were like, "That's over. It's done." Like, da da da. But now it's just like, it's just with us all the time. Yeah, I've like stepped in elevators and kind of nasty, and like every single person has had at least one item of leopard print on. 
You guys are, these are just some tweets at me because I wore a leopard print shirt oh, today. Oh, shit, that's right. Yeah, you did. But um, you can wear tie-dye. Tie-dye kind of goes with everything. It's kind of a great, like, neutral base in the way that leopard or, it like, does, a nice plaid. Yeah, it goes with, yesterday Sam wore a tie-dye <laughs> shirt. It wasn't quite, I mean, it was tie-dye. You can kind of, anything that's sort of marbled yeah. or dip-dyed right. or any irregular dye I consider tie-dye. It doesn't have to have, like, a swirl. Yeah. But you wore a tie-dye TSA with, like, real tree camo pants. Yeah, and Ekoslada tea and Palace pants. Tie-dye cool and camo the, is a killer combo. Yeah. And plaid. You can wear all three together. What I like about the Ekoslada pla- uh, tie-dyes is that they're not, like, super obviously... Like, they don't, like, announce themselves as tie-dye because they're not, like... They're usually, like, kind of murky colors and, yeah. like, there's no real... They're, like, done intentionally, like, shittily. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no pattern. Yeah, yeah. So they're kind of low-key, which I respect. Yeah, there's good ones and there's bad ones. I don't think... Uh, I certainly wouldn't rush to throw away my tie-dye gear because it's, like, played out. But it definitely doesn't have – it's not like some – don't wear it like you're like, yo, I just got into tie – have you heard about tie-dye? You know, like, don't make it the star (laughs) of your outfit. All right. um, Do you believe in, quote, off-duty looks from Bready D? Bready D – I don't know. He's wearing a tie or an ascot maybe in this photo. So he probably doesn't believe in off-duty looks. Yeah, off-duty, I don't know what that means. I mean, I don't... We don't dress formal at work. So us personally... But we have stuff that we only wear on the weekends. Oh, yeah, that was a good question. I do believe in off-duty looks. Yeah, for sure. I have fits I would never wear to work. And it's, it's not about dress code. Right. It's about like this is a personal fit that's just for me. You have to have my personal fit practice. But I think there's lots of it's not just on duty. Is that what you call it when you're not off duty? What's not off duty? Working? <laughs> yes. I'm a working gal. There's working looks and off duty looks. Wait, no, what I'm trying to say is there are many different types of off duty looks. There's like I it's like morning I'm just going to get coffee off duty look. There's like weekend afternoon going out for a frozen margarita off-duty look. Mm-hmm. There's like the beach, pool, lake, boat off-duty looks, and those are all individual different off-duty looks. And it's then not there's just, just like, like you come home from work and you take off like whatever you're wearing and you're but, like, I guess I'll put on it. But if what, Brett, if what Brady D is really asking is like, do I believe in having bad fits and or whack pieces in my rotation simply because like you need beaters, right? I don't believe in that. I don't There's think no that's beaters. what he's asking. Okay. He says zero beaters, but he's saying like, you know, should you be able to go home and like change into another a whole different fit? Oh, yeah. Because you're no yeah. longer I wear modeling. Like, I wear like three to four different fits a day. Sam? I think that covers it. Um, okay, new question from Patois underscore music. Does GQ promote spiritual practice to release pressure so we can just consume more? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's just a simple yes. We can move on. How do you get your sig other into John's? Such a good question. I don't think you can force it. You really can't. No. You, you have really to cannot. let them. It's the it's everyone's own journey. Wait, does this question imply that this person is unhappy with the way their sig other dresses? Uh, I mean, the answer is love them for who they are and not what they wear. The answer is only date people who have cool style the thing is though if, it, if that's what matters is, like, to you this is it's it's from a guy i don't want to blow up his spot because then everyone's gonna look up his his girlfriend and be like whoa like she's dressed <laughs> or, <laughs> or boyfriend he said sig other yeah that's true but um 
but I think that uh, that it can look really lopsided if you're really into cool clothes and the person you're dating is n- like just n- simply not into clothes. It can look weird. Yeah. As Jesse Rutherford and Devin Lee Carlson told me once, you want to look like you showed up together. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's really beautiful. Yeah. That's You just wrote my wedding vows. Do you guys think the CDG, the Comme des Garçons Orlando shows are a big come up for literary moder- modernism? Asks someone with the handle listening to podcasts. So is the CDG, Comme des Garçons is doing a series of shows that are, I don't know, inspired by the Orlando opera, right? Which is an an opera based on- an opera being made of Orlando, which is a Virginia Woolf book. Yeah. A work of literary modernism. And the next couple of collections of Comme des Garçons are- either in conversation with costumes that, that Ray Kawakubo is designing for this opera, or it's just like looks from the opera. So I would say yes, but I do think otherwise, like there's just generally we're, we're in a, a nice little moment for literary modernism. People seem to be into Virginia Woolf. Someone else is making a biopic about her. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you read Orlando? I have not. I have. Uh, great book. Great book. Classic work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The answer is yes. Big come up for literary modernism. Look out for more of it. I mean, you know, I, I do you think this is a resp- I guess Ray Kawakuba does her own thing. But in a sense, this could be read as some sort of response to like the easy access pop culture mass um, dumb down fashion that we sort of uh, dumb down is not Maybe. really the right. Well, it was funny because the, the most recent collection, like the first one that kicked off this sort of. Uh, collaboration it was the menswear the most recent menswear collection there were lots of dresses and like skirts and it was like wow she's doing like the gender fluid thing that everyone else is doing and she was like oh no no they're costumes for Orlando <laughs> which I thought was cool yeah the classic Ray Kawakubo uh, it's a question for Noah yeah Dill in photosynthesis or Sue in bag of suck <laughs> Dill but I love Sue and I love bag of suck Bag what? of Suck is an enjoy video. Um, photosynthesis is an alien workshop video. Jason Dill, Jerry Sue. Uh, Jerry Sue, who I interviewed recently, um, and uh, about sort of his brand sci fi fantasy and some other stuff. Interesting guy. Did we talk about that? I've talked about sci fi on here before. But anyway, um, Dill, I'll watch photosynthesis, Dill's part on repeat. What's a lesser-known brand that's about to blow up? Nice. Mm. What's blow up mean? I feel like everything's blown up. What? What? When is something blown up? I don't know. It's just like everywhere. You know, like what's online funny? ceramics is blown up, right? right? But yeah. you know what's funny is like, yeah, online ceramics blew up, but like Bodhi this summer, up. I think also like Dries Van Noten blew up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's crazy. So, but you can call Dries like a lesser-known brand. Yeah, but it was lesser known. Lesser known to like the, the Jonas spring, Brothers. It, yeah, I actually uh, wrote. I just wrote something about the this brand, this like super underground brand called Florist. We've talked about Florist a little bit. Are you bought this one of their guy bags? Who, who makes uh, this dude named George, who um, makes bags that like everyone in Dime Square has. And uh, the thing is, like, I think it's going to. It could blow up. Um, he just needs to find a way to like scale up and make more bags. But they're sick. I think all the brands that I really like are about to blow up. Like what? Like, I think he's going to hate me for saying it, but I think Evan Kenori is going to 
is going to grow fast and become much more widely known than it is. I have some, have uh, I have a few key pieces of insider knowledge that that suggest that <laughs> buy buy stock now in Evan Kenori. Um, I think Camille Fortunes, who I met, he was in New York recently and, yeah. and had a hang with that, with him. And I think he's insanely cool and smart and is up to something really interesting. And I think that will do well. I don't think it'll blow up, but I think it'll rise from obscurity. And I think Kiko, who ha- has blown up and is doing quite well, I think his star will really rise and shoot through the roof and that he could be a, a real star. And if he wanted to, I think he could take over a big house. Yeah, he's going to be a heavy hitter. I think Lorad is going to blow up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Lorad's well. going to blow up too. The other brand I think is going to blow up that's just women's wear, but it's this uh, dress brand, Cecily Bonson. Whoa. She makes these like huge, name. these big dresses that I think are like, because people are still wearing like prairie dresses, and this is not that. It's Sam's, kind of like a Sam's big... A, Sam's wearing a prairie, high neck puffy. prairie yeah, dress today. Yeah, he is. It's a, just a nice little Batsheva number. But I think she's gonna. I think she might be nominated for an LVMH prize. But let's do a um, let's do a lesser known brands pod episode this fall. Yeah, let's do early it. fall. Here's one more. Have you heard of the brand Asai? A S A I. Yeah. Like Dev Hines, they make these like really clingy, cut and sew like tie dye undergarment yeah. things. They're super sick. Yeah, they are. I you just know, the, the, that sorry to interrupt you, but I just wanted to say the other thing I think that's happening too with lesser known brands is that because people are getting so into vintage, these brands that like people sort of were interested in but like d- either don't exist or like people don't really care about it anymore are like going to be uh like rediscovered. Yeah. I mean, we'd obviously that sounds kind of obvious cuz in some some ways it's already happening. Yeah. But I think like I see like a lot of women getting really into like old Escada from the eighties and nineties. Yeah. Which is like what Princess Diana used I know. To I didn't really even know I didn't I guess I knew the name, but I didn't know much about it until you wrote the piece. Didn't think much about it until you wrote the Princess Diana piece for um GQ this year. Uh brands. We love them. Um what are your thoughts on scents? Any favorite perfumes or colognes? Asks Ryan Hunt. Design. Um, the only scent I really own—I don't even love it. It's just one I own that I use sometimes—is um, tobacco from Koki Koki in Tulum. They're not in nice. Tulum anymore. I don't. I always like tobacco, but I don't. I'm not really a big fan of wearing it. Partly because when I encounter sometimes you encounter a dude who smells nice and. You appreciate it. But sometimes when I like really smell someone, I just think like, Ooh. who are you really? Yeah. Like you sprayed yourself with something to smell different. Like, what are you hiding? I also have from RTH the thing that I, I don't know the name of it, but it's like an unscented. It's like scent. some Q oil or something. Yeah. It's this oil that it sounds really gross, but it's meant to um, like bring out some like natural scent in your pheromones and like enhance it. Not in like a gross like bo way, but in some sort of natural pleasant way. But it's like different for everyone, right? It's that's so what that's the, the point. Is that's that the selling point. Each, yeah. It smells differently on each person. It doesn't smell like a like a bodily function or anything. But it's actually pretty cool. It has a nice light smell. I like that shit. It feels kind of mystical. I like amazing green, the comb fragrance. Yeah, I love comb it's fragrances, tasty. but they yeah, all smell the same to me. Great. And um, I've heard other people. say I also that. like uh, Tom Ford 
not the perfumes, but the body oils. Yeah. Hmm. Which one? Which do you have? Porto a s- Neroli. Yeah, that one the best is nice. One. He has a good tobacco scent too. Yeah. Uh, and, and something I, and else. And he smells amazing. Yeah, he seems like he, he and smells Brad good. Pitt are the two best smelling people. The, the best smelling person I've ever met. I think I've said this on the pod is ASAP Rocky. Wow. Yeah, that's true. Neil Petty asks, "What do Rachel, Sam, and Noah typically eat for lunch?" Corporate food. I would never tell anyone what I eat for lunch. We curate bowls every day. Yeah. yeah. Bowls of like salty, nutritious mush. <laughs> Let me get at the mall. <laughs> I just have a, a Soylent. I have one Soylent a day and uh, I'm, I'm sated. We get French salads quite often. Mm-hmm. No boo. Keep- keep our figures no so, yeah, no boo every other day we do, Shake have a, Shack. we do have a standing reservation at Nobu. it's all the pod money i can't believe someone someone had the opportunity the rare opportunity to ask us a question and they want to know what we eat for lunch what a, that's cool what a miss one hell of a guy asks the great Best, Good best outfit to wear while slap boxing my stepdad <laughs> I love this question. I mean, when you're slap boxing, I think you want to take your shirt off, right? You want to be bare chested. Definitely. Par- partly yes. to intimidate and partly to prevent like any pulling of fabric. Absolutely. And then like some like Thai kickboxing shorts. Isn't that what Cactus Point Flea Market made? Those like yeah. high kind of high waisted, mm-hmm. like big elastic Capital wide, has wide those leg too. shorts. Mm-hmm. And um you know nike dry fit socks because you really want to make sure your feet are like you have good traction and some sort of good like sturdy like basketball shoe so you have a lot of like lateral so you can get ultimate like leverage when you're yeah, slapping good when you're leverage slapping your stepdad. yeah and lateral because your stepdad's probably like six five so you gotta <laughs> you need like to have a good vertical leap but you also need to to have good quick sort of lateral movement so i'm thinking a basketball shoe is probably best yeah. i think some like acronym pants would be nice too because they're very oh, like tactical they're like the articulated seams and stuff gives you a nice range of motion yeah and you could keep some throwing stars in the pocket in yeah. case in case, in case you escalate. have to good luck with that man and look if you need help you know domestic abuse is no joke and you could we could reach out to child protective services if your stepdad is abusing you all right here's one how do i afford all this shit Great question. Whew. Well, get a job in fashion. <laughs> yeah, a very get a high paying job at a fashion magazine. Well, all right, there are a few things you can do. For one, this is like a little. I don't know if this is cool or like unethical or what, but like make friends with the people that run your favorite shops and brands and brands if they're small brands and. And you'll just start to get that like twenty percent off homie discount just on the regular, because everyone's got that. There's always mm-hmm. like that's always that's like built into the margin. There's I mean, a, there are plenty of places you don't want the discount from because you want to support them at full cost. But I think uh, anyone, you know, you gotta you kind of like if you show support and like respect and engage and build a relationship, you start to get like nice deals. That's just also, a, that's just a fun fact that not yeah. everyone I think knows. It's also never been easier to buy vintage. Yeah, which is generally really a deal. Good. I was spoke with someone yesterday who had told me that she hadn't bought a new item of clothing in over a year. And her last purchase was like a Phoebe era Celine trench coat for 34 euros. 
And so, that's not even vintage. Like that's yeah, that's like used yeah. four <laughs> to five years ago. Uh, but yeah, you go, you sh- should go to like um, you should go to consignment stores. Yeah, and you should look on Etsy and eBay. Etsy is surprisingly good. E- Etsy is pretty good. One day we'll get to the bottom of the Malaysian uh, vintage designer scandal. And the other thing <laughs> is that you should wait until literally last week to buy anything. Yeah. The truth. What do it's you mean? True. Like because in, end of sales season. Because end of sales for, season. like yeah, it's very end of sales season. And a, and right now is a good time actually. And keep like keep track of things. Yeah. You know, like throughout yeah, the season that, that you want. Yeah. And like see like okay, like these three stores are carrying this dress or whatever, yeah. or like yeah. these pants or this sweater. And just like, you know, keep checking every day, just or like every couple days and see like, oh, this this website is like has it at like fifty percent off, and they're doing an extra twenty percent off. Yep, that's a Plus, good. That's a good point. You can call stores and be like, "Do you have any of this left?" And the other thing is to find stores that are like not department stores, but are like local, like the mm-hmm. luxury boutique in like Philadelphia or Chicago or like what? Yeah, mm-hmm. find those places because usually, like in Philadelphia, there or in Chicago or whatever, like there aren't a huge number of people like there are in New York yeah. who are like, I need this product. Or and like they don't have is. like sophisticated e-commerce with like really good SEO. So yes. stuff isn't necessarily getting discovered. I do that. I Yeah, at the beginning of the season, you only buy things that are like totally that you cannot live without. And then the stuff you want, you just kind of like keep an eye on and like hang in there. And although, again, sale, sales are kind of tricky territory. Good for us, not great for some of the small and independent brands and designers we love and support. When sales season comes along, I pay, I start to pay double. I say, oh no, I don't want 50% off. I'm going to pay 50% more. Yeah. Paying double would be a hundred percent more. Really? <laughs> this Whatever. Is a I don't appreciate question. this schnark. How do I make cooler friends? Oh, so good. Ooh. Um, I think the first step is to listen to our hanging out episode. <laughs> yep. So that there you just go. contains a lot of really useful knowledge. I mean, if, if you're asking yourself this question, you definitely have to consider is, are your friends cool and you're not like, maybe it's, you're the problem, not them. Maybe. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Rachel, do you have an answer to this? <laughs> I think you do. Rachel has the coolest friends. You're good at making cool friends, and you have cool friends. Yeah. How did you make them? Um, I don't know through like responding to them on Instagram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, sometimes. Oh, when you think of something that is relevant to someone. You just got to like text them or like email them and be yeah. like, yo, I saw this thing and you should buy it. Or like, I saw this like artwork and mm-hmm. it's like something you would like. Engaging with people at their level, at the level that, you know, on just which be like, interested. I'm showing that like, I know what your interests are and we mm-hmm. share these interests. People are really like too much into activities. Yeah. I don't think that's like, you can't really, I, I find it exhausting to build friendships through activities. Like, oh, you gotta, like, oh do we're going to like let's go, go get a here. glass of wine. Yeah. Like, let's go to this museum. Like, I don't, I only want to do that with my closest and most personal associates. Yeah. So you just got to build through like other means. Also, when someone does something cool that you like, you're like, hey, I saw this and it was cool. Like when someone I like and want to be friends with like writes a new story or mm-hmm. like has a cool art show, I'm like, wow, that was dope. Compliments. Yeah. That's a good way to make cool friends. Yeah. Also, because people are always thinking about themselves. 
Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, when you're becoming friends with someone, you're like, am I cool enough to be friends with this person? Like, don't ask that question. You should be <laughs> focusing on that person. <laughs> this question makes me sad. All right. Um, more questions that are bad. Bad questions. What will be... Will H. Judd wants to know, what will be the deep pile fleece of this fall? Terrific So question. I guess so Will good. is referring to the deep pile fleece craze that took over fall winter 2018. It ran our lives. Um, and what he's saying is he's asking or he wants us to know, to tell him, is fall winter 2019 going to introduce a new item of that sort or... Um, I don't. I think the deep pile fleece will still be quite popular. What's it? Was it Sandy? Um, who's the Liang? Sandy Liang, kind of a women's wear designer, came out real hot with a a real season defining item. Mm-hmm. I like the needles fleeces, and I like Patagonia fleeces. Yeah, I think those are still going to be cool. I think uh, the thing that's calf's re- hair coats. Okay. It, it's they're too expensive. I'm sorry, they're too expensive to. <laughs> Rachel's skeptical. They're too expensive to catch fire like the uh, like the deep pile fleece. But I see that trend coming into do, focus. Do you, can you think of a maker or a particular model? Acne has a really great one. Oh. Bodhi does a great uh, calf's hair. It's like a full cow print yeah. calf's hair coat. The acne one is like almost like tie dyed. It's really cool. I was gonna say I think complicated sweaters. Oh yeah, knitwear oh that yes. involves almost novelty. Yeah, asymmetric yeah. knitwear, uh, extremely chunky and colorful knitwear. You know, various types of handmade knitwear. What is the what is the term in insarsia? Intarsia. Intarsia. In, intarsia. Mm-hmm. Intarsia knitwear, I think, is important and is going to be big. Knitwear that's like knit out of smaller knits. Yep, it's a big one. That's right. I heard you like knits, so I knit your knits with smaller knits. <laughs> Rachel, you got one? So we got calf hair coats, interesting um, knitwear. Well, this sort of like uh, like dovetails with what you're saying, mm-hmm. but really luxurious Baja ponchos. Yeah, those nice. are dope. I think Noah, you're Elder honest. Statesman makes this. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. have to be really rich. I think you both are onto something because I think like sweater or Baja ponchos outerwear is going to be a big thing. Absolutely. Like, and either you get it in a larger size or you just tie it around the outerwear. I was mm-hmm. looking at old Ralph Lauren ads from the 80s and in a lot of them, like someone, a man is like wearing a camel hair coat, but then he has a big sloppy knit sort of tied around. So That's tight. Such yeah. a great look. Huge sweaters. Just enormous sweaters. Right. Bigger than you have ever thought possible. All right. Uh, how does one reconcile the feeling they've bricked a fit but have already left the house? Go back inside. Yeah. The only way Don't to fix leave. that is to. It's never too late. It's going to buy you all day. It's going to bother you all day. I think my, I mean, my personal policy is you can never actually, you just can't leave the, the house if you have bad outfit feeling. You have to all right, stay. But can we and answer change. this question based on the, on the question? This person is like, this person left the house, got to the train platform, hopped on that train, and there is no going back. So I think, A, you just I mean, take sometimes the L, you just got to take, take an the, L. You yeah, just like, like today's not my day. Going to do better tomorrow. Throw away those clothes. You can, you can 
you can easily not repeat that mistake by getting rid of the things that you know were responsible for the brick. If it's like, I, I mean, also if- think you could, um, you know, swing. There's a lot of ways to cheaply and quickly improve a fit. Like, are you near a Walmart? Like, pop in there and grab a you better know, t-shirt a big, yeah. a, or a big denim shirt. Yeah, like go pick up something quick there, or like every anywhere you're gonna be, there's gonna be somewhere you can swing by and for like probably twenty five bucks pick up like one weird or basic thing that you need that's going to solve it. You could also like um, steal something from someone. Yeah. Or like rob some, you know, (laughs) jump somebody, rob them and take something. I like, I like the idea of like calling the homies, like rallying them to action, seeing who's like nearby and borrowing like a sweatshirt or something, just something you can like toss over your, your bricked fit. Text yeah. the homies, figure out what's going to solve it and get, you know, you everyone's got to have a few close homies who who will come through for you in that moment. Do you ever do you ever like on Hot 97, I think um in the the morning show they do this segment. Oh god, I wish I could think of the name of it. I think it's like ride or die or something yeah, where, where they c- someone oh god, calls like a friend yeah. or a sig and other. And they lie yeah. and say that yep. they have a, an extreme emergency. And if the, fr- and like, it's just a test, like, is the friend yep. going to be going to be there? So like, I would call Sam and be like, yo man, look, I'm at Dover street market right now. And there's 40 kids outside who are going to beat the shit out of me. <laughs> I need your help. You got to get here right now and help me fight these kids. And then Sam's on the phone and he's like, uh, and either he's my ride or die. You know, I'm, my, you know I'm pulling up. Die and die. <laughs> he's I'm pulling, pulling up, up and I'm ready to throw some hands. <laughs> the morning programming on Hot 97 is amazing. Yeah, it's great. I also like the one where like a date goes bad. So the hosts call the person oh, yeah, who yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, who, that's like right. ghosted and they're like, so it seems like this is what happened on the date. Yeah. And then he's like, well, you know, she was awful. Like she showed up like wearing a totally casual outfit. She took me to a horrible restaurant. And then she's like reveals that she's on the phone. They do good relationship. We got to yeah. get into the relationship advice game. Um, top 10 ways to look rich without being rich. 10? We c- I mean, listen. We we'll see how many we yeah. got. Jesus. The first this one is... I would say is like advanced grooming. Yeah. Keep the nails 100%. clean. Yeah. Keep the hair combed. Mm-hmm. Brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. <laughs> Although rich people can have bad teeth, but they're not yeah, dirty. a lot of them have like huge, horrible teeth. Um, so there's that. Uh-huh. Moisturize. Mm-hmm. And you don't. you can use like a vino, you know? You don't have to like splash out. Smoke cigarettes. Yeah, although that will, ruin your, <laughs> that will ruin your skin. Uh, Clean neutrals. Neutrals. Color sandals. palette. Yeah, neutral color palette, sandals. <laughs> sandals. Yeah, people love sandals. Yeah, they really do. And they, because they don't take the subway or public transportation. Yeah, they're never worried about their feet getting yeah. dirty because they would never be in a dirty place. And they can wear neutrals because they're Drink a lot of water. Car. Yeah, hydrate. Water. I mean, rich people really like. I mean, it's like almost the 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 Anna Delvey playbook is maybe a an enlightening one. Wait, here. she dress. You, have you to kind dress of dress. A you dress sloppy. like you can dress pretty sloppy as long as you have like big sunglasses or like an accessory that like announces your. Status. I also feel like you need a few pieces that are really worn out, like an Oxford mm-hmm. shirt with like frayed sleeve cuffs or a yacht club hat. That's yeah. just like. You need something apart. that looks like it's like yeah, been like sitting out at the beach for years. The hat, Sam, is a great idea. Like yeah. if you can go on eBay 
and you can find like an obscure club hat yeah mm-hmm. that's gonna be great mm-hmm. yeah leave the it's not it about depends. the tote bag yeah. because rich people aren't carrying a fucking tote they don't bag ca- yeah don't carry why anything. would they be carrying something around central at park all? conservancy is a great hat yeah so mm. that that's a good one depends can whether you, you want to look it? old money or nouveau riche though okay yeah this this question needs a little more specificity is what you're saying yeah but right. I think either either one is easy to pull off. One thing that's true that's as certain is the answer is not to go buy a bunch of expensive new stuff. No way. It's just not really gonna just do don't. it. You know? But, you wanna look totally at ease yeah. and like threat is so remote to you. Mm-hmm. Like you you never even thought of like being threatened by yeah, anything no. or like just You're untouchable. Like, yeah. Yep. B Noble eighty seven wants to know: Would you rather be trapped in an elevator with Mike Amiri or Philip Pline for an hour? I like how such a good this question. this this horror story. Impl- <laughs> an hour is the maximum maximum amount of time anyone <laughs> would be able to stand. I'm going Philip Pline for sure. That guy seems like a complete madman. Uh, he's mega rich. I think you know if you play your cards right, you're going to come out of that elevator with like a lot of money in your pocket or like a new property or a jet ski or something you got you could be like you could become best friends with philip Pine in an hour yeah i also would want to ask him i don't know anything him, about mike amiri i think he's probably maybe a little harder to relate to for me well i think he's a little more he plays a little closer to the vest philip yeah. Pine will reveal anything yeah oh yeah you can ask him all kinds of things about how he started that luxury dog bed company that led him <laughs> How Ferrari just sent him a cease and desist for posting photos of his shoes on top of his uh, on top Ferrari. of his own Ferraris. If the question really wants to know, would I rather wear Mike Amiri or Philip Pline? That's a different question. I do think that Mike Amiri would be more resourceful in the in terms of like helping you get out of the elevator. Oh, like if you were like, look, man, we got to get out of this elevator, and we have an hour before it explodes. I you think Mike Amiri is like going like to be like opening the, the overhead latch. Yeah. You know, Philip Pline is just going to sit and wait for his like butler. H- handlers he would to just come be like vlogging the whole time. Is that what he vlogs? Oh, yeah. yeah. Does Philip Pline? Yeah. He'd be like, don't worry. Kanye West is going to perform in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> what John did y'all regret immediately after copping? Um, this is a very personal question. I got one. You do? I'll kick it off. All right. There was this amazing store, which I think might still exist in a different part of the city. Um, but there was this amazing store in the Lower East Side in 2011 called Dear Rivington that had all of this archival Comme de Garçon. Oh, yeah. Um, and like some Junia and like that sort of thing. Anyways, I went in there in 2011, which is when I still would go to things like bottomless brunch and i went there after a bottomless brunch and i tried on it this amazing pink comme de garçon dress Mm -hmm. like really deep weird comme de garçon dress with like all of this parachute stuff Mm -hmm. at the bottom and i had been at bottomless brunch so i was a little lost in the sauce i was (laughs) drunk and i have had this thing because i can't get rid of it because it's fucking comme de garçon but i cannot figure out how to put it on like i got it on that once and i remember they were like yes it looks so good on you like it's this amazing like cotton candy pink color yeah and i cannot for the life of me figure out like how it goes on like you actually don't know how to wear the garment i do not know <laughs> how to wear it. maybe you have to get drunk and try again yeah, yeah you like do you can have access to get that drunk. part of your memory yeah. and then take a picture um i don't have a great i i 
I will buy things and then return them if they're not right. So I, you know, um, what you're saying is you've never regretted. No, the one thing that just sucks is like having a bunch of stuff that doesn't fit you anymore. Not because I got fat, but because I like to wear my clothes bigger. I hate that. Like I yeah. have some, yeah. a lot of like size mediums that I wish were larges. Dude, bring them, bring them in. Give them to you. Yeah. All right. That's what I'm saying. Um, I bought a pair of Balenciaga like moto boots. You know, the ones that Raph always wears. Mm-hmm. I bought a pair of those. Do you have the them? You don't wear them? I, I wore them once and I was like, man, this ain't me. You flipped them. They're so, they're like, they're so square and wide. Yeah. They're like, they were like twice as wide as I thought they were yeah. in the toe. Um, that's awesome. And, uh, they're actually, sometimes I regret I, I sold them. I resold them on Grailed and actually like, I think I made a hundred bucks. Nice. Um, but I actually was thinking about them the other day and I was like, man, I kind of wish I had them. I feel like buying I might've back. like, I might've like grown into them a little bit, but, uh, yeah. Buying things on, I tried them on and I was just like, fuck. I have, I have more things that I regret not buying than, than I regret yeah. buying. I teach physical education. What would be a way to dress to move and still look professional? I think same. So we got a gym teacher is, who wants to know what fits to wear. Yeah, that's sick. Shaped I think potato athleisure. I think the same stuff that you'd wear to slap box your stepdad. <laughs> Just bare shirt, bare <laughs> chested. No, you have to wear a shirt for sure if you're a gym teacher. You cannot go work at a school without a shirt on. Uh, what are the pants you're wearing now? Grimici, that's a good one. Grimici. Yeah. Uh, I'm wearing Grimici, like Italian. It's a, they're climbing pants, but um, those climbing Grimici is a great call. Yeah, and uh, an acronym. Acronym is acronym. If your gym teacher is wearing is acronym, 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 that would be fantastic. <laughs> you're hyped. Um, I feel like there are a lot of good options for this guy. I wonder is he asking? Obviously, the gym teacher like he he doesn't want to just do like a. Gym teachers used to just wear like sweatsuits, right? Yeah. Or like track yeah. suits. Like sweatpants that said like Noah High School. Yeah, I think if I was a gym teacher, I would just do a track suit or a sweatsuit every day, like a different one. Right. That would be a really cool like I don't sleek know. look. Or uh, maybe it's like chinos and like a polo shirt. That's that's not a good fit though. I mean, I wouldn't recommend wearing that. <laughs> Is a big ass fedora acceptable nowadays? Nah. No, but I don't know. What does that mean? Like a comically big fedora? The only like acceptable big ass hat is the one that Jared Leto was wearing on someone's yacht the other day. Like that, that big amazing. Gucci straw hat. Yeah. Very oh yeah, acceptable. that was good. Who would you be most thrilled to discover listens to the pod? Um, who was I saying yesterday is the person I think is the only cool person? Oh, Spike Jones. Yeah. <laughs> He is the only cool person. Um, man. He's the only cool man. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. That's not really an answer to that question, though. Once I was, at, I was like at a coffee shop on the Upper East Side with one of my good friends. And we were discussing this theory that we're constantly working out, which is that like men like can be cool, like, but maybe not for their whole lives. Like a lot of men mm-hmm. like lose their ability to be cool. Mm-hmm at a certain point whereas like women cool women are cool forever and obviously this isn't true of all men like brad pitt is cool for like he'll be cool yeah. until he's like, like getting the day cool he died. yeah bit, i think um but this like weird guy next to us was like excuse me wait a minute 
are you saying that I might not be cool anymore? <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, dude, dude, we don't know that you were ever cool. Definitely not. When did khakis become cool and who makes the best silhouettes? Asks Yake. Um, I didn't know khakis became cool. I've been wearing khakis recently from a Japanese brand called Yeka that I don't I don't think you can get. They're the most incredible pants. If you can get Yeka, <laughs> Y-A-E-C-A, if you can find Yeka trousers, the khaki, the wide tapered khaki is incredible. Any of the wide khakis are incredible. Uh, they are cool, though. Dickies are cool. Rachel wore khakis the other day. Who makes those? The row. Those are the row with the kind of seams in them. Those are dope. I would wear them. Sam, do you have any khakis? No. I wear dickies, but I wear not, not khaki, khaki color. color. I have some like, yeah, I don't wear khakis. Engineer Garments makes the good ones. I like that workaday mm-hmm. stuff. I like fatigue trousers and khaki. I don't know why this person thinks khakis have become cool. I wasn't really so aware of that. I wear my khakis. They have like a pleat and they're wide up top. I feel like I'm unique when I wear them. Except Rachel and I always wear khakis on the same day. Raph or Dries acts Nix Mixus. Different vibes. Can't really. Why do we have to pick? I don't know. People love love to make up the these thing games. about Dries though is that um, it's well both of those brands are like for what they are pretty affordable like compared to their peers pretty affordable. But Dries Van Noten is like really invested in like. Uh, making a full workable wardrobe. Yeah. You know, like he every season there's like six different riffs on each piece. Yeah. They're both from Antwerp. It's true. Um, they both say Khalil. <laughs> so cool. I don't want to answer this question, but I really love it. When are the Art Deco fits coming out? <laughs> <laughs> Great question. I think that question answers itself. Is White Claw a vibe? Oh, my God. We're going to do a whole White Claw episode. Have you guys had White Claw? I haven't had it yet, but yeah. from now on, it's all I'm drinking. Yeah, it's all we drink. It's yeah. Is it a, I, It's more than a... It's something other than a vibe. It's a lifestyle. It's a movement. I mean, all these questions are pretty good. I, it's hard to debate to say, say if they're worth, worth, worth the time. We only, I think we have time for like two more. Here's a question that a lot of people, a, a version of a question that a lot of people have asked us. Mm-hmm. Kind of boring question, <laughs> but how did you all become writers and editors? Oh yeah, I was just, I was looking at a lot of questions that were like, how did you get hired at GQ? Also, if you're going to ask a question, don't start with, here's a boring question. Like, don't, da- if you want to ask the question, you want to ask the question, believe in your question. Yeah. It's not boring. That's the first it's, step to becoming a, a writer and question. editor. It matters to you. You're never going to get hired at GQ if you start every sentence with, uh, this is a boring thing to say, but I'm going to... Well, what's the answer to how to work at GQ? Like 12 people work here. So you just got to be really, <laughs> really like lucky. Just by the numbers, I mean, like statistically speaking. Yeah. I think I just hung out with you guys until you left work here. <laughs> yeah. Rachel made friends with me and then she got hired. Yeah. I guess the answer is to refer back to the how do I make cooler friends <laughs> answer? The only, the th- I mean, I think the I think only some... thing that matters are is, is good ideas. 
It matters more than your work ethic. It matters more than who you know. It matters more than what you wear. You just need good ideas. You can be lazy and ugly, and if your ideas are great, you'll get somewhere. I think knowing old stuff is important, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just having, like, an insane depth of knowledge mm-hmm. of whatever it is that's interesting to you. It doesn't yeah. even have to be, like, what's interesting to, like, the person who's potentially hiring you. Yeah. But if you're able to be, like, I know, like, every cool thing that was in Vogue in the 90s or whatever. Or, like, I was obsessed with Rolling Stone in, like, the early 2000s and late 90s, which is true of me. Rolling Stone magazine? Yeah. That was amazing. Oh, my God. It was so good. Yeah, have some expertise. Yeah. You're not going to be an expert in everything, but have some expertise. And have a body of work that you can show well, you gotta, someone who's you trying to hire work. you. I think a lot of a lot of people ask, like, how do I quit my lame finance job and get a job in fashion journalism or media or, or just fashion? Yeah. And, like, you have to have something to show for yourself. And right, whether right, that, right. You got to just find ways to write. Assuming this yeah. person wants or to write. Or get a job at a store. Yeah. Getting a job at a store is like, that yeah. teaches you everything. Yeah. In like six months. Yeah, I got, I was working at Patagonia when I got my first magazine job. Editor-in-chief walked in. I was folding fleeces. I got hired. Best socks, asks Eric Code Dylan. Sam was wearing socks yesterday that I thought were fantastic. I like w- white dress socks with r- r- that are ribbed. Yeah. <laughs> We've talked about them before, but Except Uniqlo... do you think sometimes if you wear them with black shoes, you look like you're like Amish or something? No. You look like you're some sort of orthodox person? No? I think it's cool. <laughs> All right. I don't mind that. It's a little like retro. The best socks are Nike dry fit socks, the, the regular original ones, not any of the advanced ones with like extra panels or sports specific you know biometric design i find those to be a little too thick well i like my shoes to fit snug so i like i like the uniqlo well i don't even know how to describe like the knit but they're not the ribbed ones they're like great i like them almost like they're almost like a bird's eye knit or something weird like that yeah um the ones i was wearing yesterday like the they're silky socks almost yeah they have a sheen i got those at um front general store and someone once told me do you know they are made in japan at a very uh, legit factory. I don't think I can disclose uh, who they make clothes for, but yeah, French General Store is the store in Dumbo that we always talk about. That's a great store. And people keep asking me like where my jeans are from or what where to get jeans. That's where you get jeans. Another great vintage resource. Oh, for like well. vintage Levi's. Vintage mean? Levi's, yeah. Because yeah. that's all I wear. And they have good prices, don't they? Yeah. It's I mean, if, they, if something's like extremely rare like a like a big e salvage jean from like the 60s like they know what it's worth and you'll have to pay like 400 dollars for it but um for a more like run-of-the-mill good old faded jean all right should we do a lightning round and just just try to run through a bunch of questions or should we save a bunch for like another day let's do like a 13 vibe style lightning round all right answers all right um in place of 13 vibes we're going to do 13 lightning questions to finish off Episode 66 of Corporate Launch. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting Sam Hine and his DMs. Um, oh, I had I thought of something really good for you to DM Sam Hine this week. Definitely more questions. Keep the questions coming. All right, lightning round. Uh, do you all have a rough monthly clothing budget? If so, what percent of income? Uh, my answer is no. I don't. I don't like plan that way. Me neither. Um, I might save up for like a, a piece or something. Like that you know you want. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, I buy recklessly and in the heat of the moment. Uh, best gardening clothes, Loewe. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Fendi also uh, next spring is going to have some gardening johns. There's a really dope Japanese gardening brand called Sassafras. That's like advanced gardening Amazing. fashion. It's really good. No, what's your favorite sneaker to skate in? Uh, I skate in Adidas. I really like the Skate Samba. No, the Skate Gazelle, but I don't know if they're making it anymore. The Campus Skate is really good. Uh, is Johoba oil still a thing? Hohoba? Do you guys know what that stuff is? I have is? no idea what that jo is. Jojoba? Don't know what it is. Hohoba. No, actually, I think it's, it's in. Dope. Uh, it's dope. I know what it is. Oil. I know. Yeah, I know what it is. It's really good. I just don't know how to say it. Yeah, definitely still a thing. And if you know where to get some good jojoba oil, let me know. I need a plug. What new belief, behavior, or habit has most improved your life? <laughs> Biking pretty, to work. Biking yeah. to work for sure. The bike commute, major. That's a habit, and a belief. Recently, it's been putting a time limit on my uh, social media phone usage. Via app or via just v via, pure will? Via app. Writing in the morning. Yeah. Nice. Um, a lot of people want to know, are skinny jeans dead? We will not answer that question. What kind of books should I be reading right now? Uh, what kind? I well, say what novels. Books, what books oh. should we be reading? Well, we've now? mentioned Sally Rooney. I think those are essential, both those novels. I like Evil and Wah. Love Evil and Wah. I'm going to read that immediately. I would read... I would recommend The Leopard by Giuseppe Lampedusa. And a great Absolutely gorgeous book. Summer book. And a good summer one. And oh, I want to add, you read William Gibson, just all William Gibson books, especially Pattern Recognition. If you like John's and you haven't read Pattern Recognition, I have no respect for you. Uh, where to catch the biggest vibe, vibes in New York? Greenpoint, baby. When did the thought of, shit, I can really do this occur? Hasn't. Hasn't occurred nope. to me yet. Yeah, I had the opposite feeling this week, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, must follow IG accounts for fashion inspo. Mm, Stefano Pilati. Simplicity City. The Profit Pizza. Hell yeah. Noah, as a self-proclaimed wife guy, do you have any comments no. on Chance the Rapper's The Big Day? No, I don't know what that is. I don't listen to corny rappers. Ultimate holiday spot. Uh, Miami. The Hamptons. Or Hotel Pelicano in Italy. Hotel Pelicano, yeah. I think Le Colombe d'Or in uh, Provence. Ultimate summer men's thought fit? Question mark. Like Patagonia baggies, Tevas, and like a gross camp shirt. Is that thoughty enough, though? I don't know. What? What do you want <laughs> me to say? I don't know. Like a thong. <laughs> Is there any way to pursue work within the fashion industry with experience only being finance? I don't know, man. Probably not. Why would you want to leave finance? To work fashion brands fashion? need need finance dudes, though. What will be the shoe of fall, winter 19? Real riding boots, like straight up actual, not <laughs> yes. like riding inspired boots or combat boots. Combat. I back combat boots for sure. I don't know. Anything with a chunky sole. Doc Martens. I haven't thought, I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. I don't know the answer yet. We're still searching. We're still searching. Um, are slim fitting pants obsolete these days? No, nothing is obsolete. I don't wear slim pants really, but I mean, plenty of them, plenty of people look cool in them. Sam Hine wears kind of slim pants. Yeah. It looks great. What's the best entry level loafers? Basswegians. Basswegians. We've answered that a million times. That person should be ashamed. 
Rachel, you got lightning round? You're busy. No, I was trying to find... Someone asked a question, and I'm trying to find the answer. What's going to be your staple fall winter piece? I don't want to say it, but it ha- it's it's a sweater. Yeah, I can't give it away yet. Mine's also a sweater. What phases in your personal style make you cringe now? Um, I mean, like anybody, there's some embarrassing... It's not so much high school, because that was a long time ago now, but I think like co- early college had some sort of... Kind of embarrassing, like preppy hip hop stuff, maybe. I wore a lot of American Apparel in high school. That's Wolf. not cringy, is it? Not at the time at all. I don't regret it. Yeah. When I was a junior in college, I decided I just wanted to be hot, and I grew my hair really long, and I dyed it like sparkly, like Serena Vanderwoodson blonde, and I bought like two thousand dollars worth of clothing in Intermix. And it was. <laughs> horrible <laughs> it was awful what is the proper course of action when you and someone else wear the exact same garm kill them yeah yeah obviously be like take your shirt off we're gonna slap box and then when they take the shirt off <laughs> steal it <laughs> if each of you could interview any designer dead or alive uh who would you choose and why i mean this is what we do for a living um you know the big gets are like Mucha Prada and Ray Calcubo, but I don't They're know. They're kind of over-interviewed, though. Um, I don't know. I should probably have an answer to this. Junior Watanabe. Why yeah. has no one done like a big story on Junior Watanabe? There was in T a couple years ago, but it was a snoozer. I think yeah. did Alex Fury, Alexander Fury, do it? Yeah. There's a T. There's a big T story on him. That's not. I think maybe Yoji Yamamoto. He seems fun to talk to. Like oh smoke God, a big joint so with him cool. and just kind of kick back. <laughs> there's an ama- an amazing um. Uh, what is that filmmaker's name? Wim Wenders. Mm-hmm. Um, he is like a huge Yoji head, and he interviewed him for Interview Magazine like five or ten years ago. Sam, how much time we have left? This lightning round is we're going at, on forever. Yeah, we're out of time. Okay. All right, thanks for sending in questions. See you next week.